the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today, we will hear a classic message that we believe will be a blessing to you. Our goal is to teach God's Word in a way that compels you to live a life that overflows and blesses others. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast. Oh, woman, great is your faith. In other words, this is what I wanted from you. Now, I can't have the, 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 the Gentiles having this touchy-feely faith. I need you to have a faith that perseveres through until you get what you need from me. In spite of apparent differences and cultural barriers that you get past that, in spite of what people say about you, think about you, the bottom line is you're going to get what you need. Then it said, Be it done for you as you what? Desire. Sometimes this is what it takes to get what you need from God. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you could call me what you want to. I'm going to get what I want and what I need from God. Then the, 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 the TV, it got all types of names for people like you and I. But call me what you want. Christ is answering my prayer. You hear my baby boys are being delivered and set free. Come on. Come on. And her daughter was healed instantly. You want to know how to get the devil out of our families? Toughen up. Deal with the hurdles. Deal with the barriers. Deal with things that aren't comfortable and convenient. Do what you got to do in order to get what you need for your baby girls and your baby boys. 1 Kings 19, 19. Elisha passed by him, cast his cloak upon him. And Elisha got mad and said, that's no way to talk to me. That's no way to handle me. I'm going to run you over with this ox. Is that what he said? Mm-mm. No. Let me tell you something. 90% of the people that God has used as senior leaders in my life, I didn't like them at first. 
The first meeting was rough. Why? Because God wanted to see how bad I wanted it. And love doesn't begin until there's a disagreement. Love isn't really an issue when everybody's doing just what feels right and seems right. It's when you don't understand people, don't get people, and that's when you got to love people. In my most important relationships, God began with, you're going to love them anyway, aren't you, boy? I'm talking serious stuff, though, you know. Is this too, too, too much? Elisha responded to Elijah, who just threw his coat at him, by leaving his oxen and running after Elijah. This is why sometimes we miss our blessings. Because the opportunity didn't come in a little neat package wrapped up with a bow. It didn't have a little cute name thing on it and and it wasn't smelling like perfume. We miss it because we're too sensitive. We're too correct. But the real reason is often we don't want it enough. I watch people on television weekly eat animals for for, for what? I don't know, $50,000. They'll put their hands in in place with scorpions and and snakes and and all the rest and and eat live maggots and and stuff that squirm and stuff wiggling in their mouth and and then they'll stick out their tongue to prove they swallowed it all for $50,000. But those same people let the AC be a little cold in church. Let our mics not be, you know, hooked up just right. Let one of the screens go. You hear what I'm saying? Oh, I thought they had it. They don't really have it together. I ain't never going back to that. Let one of our ushers have a bad day. Or, or let somebody tell them where to sit. Oh, God. Did I get too real? Did I get too real in the middle? He left the oxen and ran after Elijah. See, we want God to constantly run after us instead of us running after God. And then he, Elisha found Elijah and he says this, let me. Instead of Elisha acting like he was doing God a favor by answering his calling, he asked for permission. Wow. This is why Elisha received the double portion. His heart. Psalms 86 and verse 10. Listen to the psalmist. He says this. These are the sons of Korah that wrote this. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. See, these boys understood they weren't doing God a a holy favor by coming to church. He's saying, listen, Lord, I'd rather be a doorkeeper, an usher in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the what? Wicked. Still love me this morning, but some folks, I'm doing, I'm I'm ushering. Does God know who I am? Really? After all, you could be at home this morning watching more adultery on television. Watching more people lie, get murdered, steal, cheat. 
You can watch little youngsters sucking on each other's blood and all the vampires. Man, you're really sacrificing for God. Getting quiet in this church. And people have this martyrdom complex. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm suffering for Jesus. Really? In an air-conditioned building, roof over your head. Okay, you're in the parking lot. I'm with you, and I'm I'm excited about that, and and God will reward you for that. But guess what? After you come out of the parking lot, you get into a warm car. You go into a warm house. You have money to buy a warm meal. Sometimes you have to put things in its proper perspective. First Kings nineteen nineteen. He says, Let me kiss my father. I'm asking you leave, sir, to do what I need to do in my life. Let me kiss my father and my mother. And here's the truth that we all know. You have to say goodbye to the old in order to have room for the new. And he's basically saying, Mom and Dad, you've been good to this point, but now I have a new father. And Elijah, excuse me, typically called Elijah father. And he had a new relationship, and he would not let any other relationship get in the, the way of that. He says, and then I will follow you. And, and he said to him, watch this. You're going to leave all this? To follow me? Oh, man, I need to be right, man. I, I, need to, I need to give you a special seat. No, no, no. He said, go back again. Uh-oh. For what have I done to you? What's there between you and me? You still going to love me when this is over? Many people serve as if they're doing me a favor. I'm doing Bishop a personal favor. If you're just doing it for me, you've missed your reward. You do it for God who sees, God who keeps record, God who rewards and keeps score. It says here, go back again for what have I done to you? This is not between you and I. I'm not negotiating a contract that I owe you something, dude. It's between you and the Father. But also, Elijah understood what ministry cost and required, and the young man needed to know what he was getting into. And if his motivation was not right, and if his heart was divided, it seemed that Elijah felt by his response that his heart was divided. He's like, listen, if your heart's divided, you're not going to make it. And some people, I love you, and I'm for you, and I'm with you. You have a great gift, but I know you're divided. Meaning you'll come for a minute, but as soon as, 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 as it gets a little bit too tough, a little bit too rough, you're out. So for that reason... Sometimes God has to manage us the way he, he does. Scripture says he returned from following him to go kiss mom and dad. But watch this. He embraced the prophet's rebuke. He didn't say, oh, that's too much. No, no, no. 
He took the yoke of oxen and sacrificed them and broiled, boiled their flesh with the yokes of oxen. He immediately went home to burn his bridges. He was saying, I will not be divided. I will not have anything in my life that pulls and grates against the call of God. Man, when I set my hand to the plow, I will not look back. Elijah, I'm with you. And as a matter of fact, you see, you got to understand what he's doing here. These are oxen. The, the oxen are very, very, expen- very, very expensive. And they, they, this, was a, they, man, this was an agricultural society. And, and it was, it, it, there wasn't a lot of, uh, man, wealth. I mean, people were poor. And, and, and it was costly to give up oxen. It would be like a farmer today saying, you know what? I'm leaving the farm. And not only am I going to leave... Elijah, you say you want me to come into the ministry to go work in the office? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my sledgehammer. You know what I'll do? I'm going to take my tractors and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in them, put a brick on the pedal and run them off the cliff and let, watch them crash. Not to one, but two. He's burning the bridges saying, listen, I'm all in. I, I, just, I can't go back. You hear what? Does anyone hear what I am saying? Some of you in here, y'all, y'all need to take some names out of your little phone. When I got saved, one of the earliest things I had to do, if I was serious, I had to get rid of, we had black books back there. I had to get rid of my black book. I, I had to, to, to let it go. There's some places you can never return to. There's some words you should never say again. And he took the yoke of oxen and sacrificed them and boiled their flesh with the yokes of oxen. And he gave it to the people. You see a pastor's heart here. And they ate. Elisha has been treated roughly. Elisha's not treated like a celebrity. He's about to leave a loving, well-ordered family. He's letting go of all of his wealth and possibly his inheritance from his own parents to follow a moody prophet just a few verses later wanted to die. And Elisha has a party. He celebrates. You see, joy doesn't come from your circumstances. It's really a matter of heart. Because his heart was right, man, he was celebrating. And sometimes we're miserable, angry, and bitter, even though we're churched. Because our hearts are right. You see, what you're willing to let go of will determine what you can take hold of. And this man let it go. And you will not be happy, saints, until you let some things Then he arose and went after Elijah. Again, a man of probably more means, a better family background, but he follows a man from a lesser beginning. And then it says, and assisted him. This man did not leave all to become the president. 
He didn't leave all to become the senior pastor. He didn't leave all to become the CEO of that corporation. He left all just to help somebody else. How do you get the double portion? Get a heart. Like Elisha. 2 Kings 3 and 11. We're almost there. Just one more portion of scripture after this and we're through for the morning. I was rushing a little bit in the beginning, concerned about time, but it looks like we've made great time. Listen to Elisha's job description and his reputation. Oh, Elisha, the son of Shaphath is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. Elisha left his farm, his wealth, his family, just to pour water on a moody man's hands. He left all that, no fame, no fortune, for years just to follow this rough prophet, this hard-to-deal-with individual. John 13, 4. Sometimes people say, well, Bishop, why do you tolerate that person, whether it's staff or in ministry? You see, Jesus didn't come to be served, but to be a servant. And the reality is you will be assigned to serve some people that are difficult to serve. There are some people that lead things here that, man, they're difficult to work with. But I believe it's a God assignment. And last I checked, I'm not God. And if he's assigned me, I'm going to keep pouring water on the feet, on the hands, on the head, wherever they need the water. Do you hear me? Because it's not Derek Greer's church. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to know our assignments, submit to them, even when they are difficult. Let's learn from the master. Verse 4. Jesus rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments. That means his mantle. And taking a towel, tied it to his waist. Then he, room's quiet, by the way. What the heck is this? Only servants dressed this way. Then he poured water into a basin. Without asking permission, began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Jesus, like Elisha, Elisha left the farm, left some wealth, left his father and mother. But Jesus did the same. He left his throne. He left his wealth in heaven. He left his heavenly father. Not because he needed a name. Jesus was great before he came to earth. He didn't need earth to be great. He was Lord of all before we knew it. He left all that to pour water on Peter's feet, John's feet, 
even Judas's feet. Did you check that out? Oh, I can't love them because I know that. You hear me? And that's some of the toughest things. God was, I've had moments in my ministry that God has shown me a person's heart and I knew what they were going to do. And God said, promote him. It's like, really? It's like, yeah. You see, Jesus washed the feet. It wasn't even of people who will personally break his heart. And if everything's personal all about you and your feelings, you'll never have the Judas. If you don't have a Judas, you won't go to your cross. And God will assign you certain Judases in your life. People hard to deal with, work with, got demons. All because you need to die. And there are areas in my life I still need to die. So when I see Judas, it's just a reminder, oh God, there's a cross in front of me, but Lord, there's going to be resurrection on the other side. I'm going to get up from this thing stronger and better. But this is God's way. If you become too big to serve, you've become bigger than Jesus. Because Jesus got down on his knees and washed smelly, dirty feet. Verse 8, let's skip. Peter said to him, he said, man, this is unthinkable. And I understand Peter's heart. You shall never do something so menial for me. You also see his pride. We are never to become too big, on the other hand, to be served. And sometimes it's our pride that won't permit us to receive certain gifts. Sometimes it's our pride that won't let us sit down and be served. Peter said, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus looked at him. They go again, Peter. He said, boy, if I don't wash you, you have no share. He said, I will kick you out of this church. Did you catch that? Not because Peter had a Roman eye. He said, I will kick you out if you don't let me serve you. Do you see his heart? It wasn't because Peter had some sins in his life. It's because he wouldn't let God serve him. And a lot of times in my life, Lord, I'll do this myself. Lord, I got this. Just like, well, what did I come to earth for, son? For you to do it? You will never get it right. The reason I came is because you can't get right. Humble yourself and know you can't clean yourself just yet. But you know, a lot of us are cleaning ourselves. I do this, I do that. I don't need water like they do. Yeah, they need it, you know, twice a week. I, you know, I go once a year because, you know, I have a relationship with God. Jesus said, no, no. If I don't wash you, boy, you have no share with me. Jesus left his glory to come down to be a servant to you and I. Came down to assist, to pour water on our hands as Elisha did. Water on our feet. What's amazing about him 
is that he did it without complaint. Not one time did he complain, say, you know what, I'm above this. Not one time do we catch him considering the insult, said, this hurts too bad, I'm out of the ministry. Not one time. Instead, he used his whole life to serve us, equip us, and then in his last hour, he totally poured out everything, not just deeds, but his literal blood. And when you love someone enough to start pouring out your blood, do you hear me? That's a love beyond words. Jesus came to serve and not to be served. And if we're going to be like Christ, we have to be like Elisha and take up that same heart and say, Lord, I'm not going to so quickly get offended. And often offense is a sign of pride. The more quickly you get offended, the more proud you are. You hear me? Why is our culture, everyone's so offended because we're so proud. There was a time we were not that way. And there are some things that are wrong and you shouldn't put up, wouldn't tolerate, understand that. And scripture speaks to that. But our heart never should be so high that we can't humble ourselves. And, And we don't always have to like and enjoy everything God's assigned us to. The bottom line is we need to do what the Lord's called us to do, nothing more and nothing less. Every head bowed and every eye closed. This has been a classic edition of the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer, pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Our prayer is that this teaching from God's Word strengthens and inspires you to live a life bigger than yourself. So remember, you can access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. And we also invite you to join the Grace Church family for service online by connecting on our website or on YouTube at Grace Church VA TV. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes to live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.